0: Over a million patients a year are treated with respect, warmth, and compassion at Boston Medical Center. It's in this spirit of community that we offer our podcast series to you, featuring our doctors and staff. This is Boston Med Talks. Here's Melanie Cole. Welcome. Today we're talking about the importance of follow-up care after stroke. My guest is Dr. Giacchino Curiali. He's the Chief and Medical Director of Stroke Services at Boston Medical Center. Dr. Curiali, what a great topic. People think of stroke. They think of the symptoms and maybe what happens in the emergency room. But tell us why it's so important that patients follow up with a stroke specialist, a neurologist, after they've suffered their stroke
1: and thank you for having me on your show. Stroke is one of the leading causes of uh, disability uh, and mortality in the United States and across the world. And when many of us think about stroke, we've heard the message about fast face, arm, speech, time, and the importance of getting to the emergency room immediately uh, to get care for your stroke. However, stroke care, although it takes place early on, also takes place after hospitalization as well. Although many patients may be able to go home after a stroke, um, many other patients will have to go to rehab or will have rehab services at home and will need to follow up with a stroke neurologist and their primary care doctor after discharge. The stroke uh, workup begins in the hospital to find out what the cause of the stroke was and initiate treatment. However, oftentimes that workup has to continue after discharge and it's the process of getting to the answer of what may have caused the stroke. So following up with a neurologist is very important because that neurologist can help to find the cause of the stroke and really tailor the treatments to that cause to do the best job possible to reduce the risk of another stroke happening. Unfortunately, although uh, there are many good treatments for stroke, about 80% of strokes are still avoidable. Those are recurrent strokes. are still avoidable if risk factors can be appropriately and adequately modified. So, stroke risk factors include high blood pressure, high cholesterol, smoking, um, diabetes, and uh, risk factors such as these, which are potentially modifiable and treatable. So, that's why follow up after a stroke is really important and working closely, not just with the neurologist, but also primary care doctor, to really work on uh, treating those risk factors.
0: So, what are some of the challenges a stroke patient may be facing? Tell us about. Depending on the level of disability suffered, what are some of their challenges?
1: Sure. Well, challenges can include any number of things. Uh, One is returning to home and work, Uh, another is mobility. Uh, Being able to uh, get to appointments uh, to see the doctor is also uh, potentially a challenge. Uh, Some patients who go to rehab uh, will need to uh, make arrangements for follow up uh, in coordination with their rehab as well as uh, with. Potentially their caregivers, uh, to, to get to the appointments. So there are a number of different challenges they face. I think the key challenge that, uh, you know, patients face who've had a severe stroke is really that transition to, um, you know, maybe needing help and getting those services in place. So, you know, potential services would include getting, you know, for instance, home physical therapy or occupational therapy, uh, help at home, uh, modifying the home potentially to accommodate any disability so that patient will be able to function at home. Uh, potentially with a system. Some patients' speech might be affected, for instance, and they may have to work with a speech therapist to uh, be able to uh, improve their communication. So these are all just various barriers to uh, getting back to uh, home life, uh, getting back into the community, uh, and uh, being able to uh, achieve a level of functioning
0: so when does stroke rehab start, doctor? What What do the treatments look like? You mentioned speech therapy. Tell us a little bit about some of the treatments that might be offered, and where does it mainly take place?
1: Sure. So patients who come into the hospital with stroke symptoms are screened for rehabilitation needs. So in the hospital, we have uh, various therapists, including speech therapists. We have physical therapists and occupational therapists. Uh, they all work on different aspects of function and uh, determining what the specific needs are. So, in the hospital, uh, when they assess patients, the therapist will be able to help determine what level of rehabilitation uh, patients may need. So, for instance, some patients may be able to return home with no therapy if their stroke symptoms have resolved. Other patients may uh, need uh, outpatient therapy needs. Uh, other patients may need to go to an acute rehab uh, where therapy happens in an intensive setting. So, the rehabilitation really starts as soon as we start assessing them in the hospital for their needs, and the therapist will work with the patients and their families to uh, figure out what the situation is at home, if the patient would would need services, and then uh, we put in referrals to the appropriate rehabilitation setting and uh, work with uh, uh, those organizations to set the patients up with the appropriate level of uh, follow-up uh, therapy care. So. Really, the, the rehabilitation phase, although it, we initiated in the hospital in terms of assessment and getting things started, really happens once the patient leaves the hospitals where uh, you know uh, the rehabilitation phase really accelerates. So if a patient goes to acute rehab, for instance, uh, they're really going to be working intensively with a therapist, uh, with various therapists, potentially, to uh, get better and regain function.
0: Then tell us, because I think a lot of people wonder... Can the brain heal itself after a stroke, doctor? And tell us what types of providers are involved in this rehabilitation. You mentioned a few of them, but there are some others. There can be many, actually. And what, what recovery is really possible?
1: Sure. So every patient is different, and capability for recovery is different with every patient as well. Um, recovery can take place over several months after a stroke. And so, uh, you know, it's important to be patient, but it's also important to uh, really start that rehabilitation phase as soon as possible uh, to, to get as much benefit as possible early on. Uh, in terms of different providers who take place in the therapy, uh, it's not just, uh, uh, you know, a neurologist. However, that, uh, that's part of the team. It's also, you know, again, speech therapy, physical therapy, occupational therapy. Uh, there are physiatrists who are physicians who specialize in rehabilitation care as well um, and so this is really the sort of spectrum of, of care uh, that that takes place uh depending on the level of uh rehabilitation services so for instance like you know acute rehabilitation you know there are other care providers involved as well um, and then you know if it's sort of uh home Physical therapy regimen or outpatient physical therapy regimen is really targeted to specific domains of recovery and working closely with the outpatient therapist uh, to really uh, hone in on the specific needs of the patient. But I think the key thing to take home is that recovery takes time and uh, can happen over the course of many, many months, uh, and patients can see improvement many months out from their initial stroke.
0: Then tell us a little bit about BMC's recent recognition by the American Heart Association and American Stroke Association for active involvement in Get With the Guidelines program. Tell us what that is, what it means, and how it benefits the community.
1: Sure. So Boston Medical Center participates in a number of stroke quality improvement uh, programs, including uh, Get With the Guidelines, which is a uh, national stroke quality improvement registry uh, we also participate, uh, with the state, uh, BTH's, um, uh, Coverdale, uh, program, which is, uh, a national program run through the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Um, and Boston Medical Center has consistently, uh, achieved highly in the Get With The Guidelines, um, uh, program. In uh, 2019, we received the highest level of award. For uh, the quality of uh, care we provide, uh, we also um, achieved the Target Stroke uh, highest level of award. Uh, and target Stroke is a program where, as uh, a national program, which encourages uh, treatment with uh, IV alteplase, which is an acute treatment for stroke, and uh, the goal of increasing utilization and early treatment. And Boston Medical Center was able to achieve uh, the highest level on that. Uh, measure as well so why is this important for the community because I think it demonstrates that we provide a high level of service high quality of service as a comprehensive stroke center and that this helps us to rapidly treat our patients and we know that the sooner a patient is treated for their stroke the more likely they are to have a good outcome I should also add that the Boston Medical Center comprehensive stroke center uh, does aim to interact with the community and to improve stroke uh, awareness and to uh, you know, encourage patients to uh, recognize stroke symptoms and be able to act on those uh, on those symptoms and get to help as soon as possible.
0: What great information and a great program. As we wrap up, Dr. Curiali, tell us some of the steps you'd like the family members of someone who suffered a stroke, to know about helping stroke patients work towards that independence, a little bit of life after stroke, and and what you've seen in your everyday practice.
1: Sure. So I think that, again, what's important to remember is that stroke rehabilitation takes time, and patients can make improvements many months out. So I think it's important to have that uh, sense of hope uh, when facing uh, the situation, uh, which is a life-changing situation of a, of a new stroke, what's important for family members to know is that uh, you know, their loved ones uh, do have potential, you know, can have potential to improve, and that uh, their support is important. Being able to help patients get to their appointments to see their doctors, to uh, also help in recognizing any new stroke symptoms because we do know that one of the risk factors for having another stroke is a past history of a stroke. So being able to recognize a stroke and know what to do, which is to call 911 and get the patient to uh, the hospital as soon as possible, uh, is very important.
0: It's really great information, doctor. Thank you so much. As someone who is going through this right now, listeners, I can tell you that everything he said is such great information and important for family members to hear. Thank you again. And that wraps up this episode of Boston Med Talks with Boston Medical Center. Head on over to our website at bmc.org slash stroke for more information and to get connected with one of our providers. If you found this podcast as informative as I did, please make sure you share with family members and friends and on your social media. And be sure to check out all the other interesting podcasts in our library. I'm Melanie Cole.